Everybody strap for we play no. You know what I'm referencing down and learn your lesson We the BL, okay, okay, he said Now keep it raining, you're paying attention Listen, we the BL, okay, okay, he said Nobody's seeing me, this homie is my pain and my So some love will be living under the logo Stop the hate, I ain't playing, homie, it's time to grow Fucking with my money, yo, you don't want to hear it, bro I understand that, work hard and it pays more Cause I've been sitting there writing since 94 That's right, since 94, I wanted more, I need more I need Fuck it with my art, you be ducking, dodging my dog Now clap with me, they hating, so clap with me I'm a boogie down to the heart, peace up to the city Just up to the riders, cocaine suppliers Rubber bands, duffel bag, black card grinders No class flyers, catch me in the C-class pads like flyers Mean the way it came, same color as my side So grown up, keep the factory on tires, man Because she's seeing social media 
he having a baby with some chick, but he never mentioned to her that he had a girlfriend or that he was having a baby. And so we're like, oh, you keeping this from me? I'm spilling all your secrets. I'm spilling all your tea. He spoke the tea. And then I think a second girl came out and said he was, you know, spending her money and all that stuff. I'm going to say this. He's grown. He's, they say he's, what, 22? He's grown. He could do what he wanted to do with his NBA money, right? That's dumb to be giving it to a porn star, but still. Uh, but he could do what he wanted to do with his money. If him and the girl that he's having the baby with and not in this, because sometimes, you know, it happens. You sleep with someone. And it happens you wind up pregnant, but you wasn't planning on getting pregnant. You know, it's one of those one of those deals you had a fling with somebody. He's not your boyfriend, you're not his girl. Yeah, I just decided to be friends with benefits and person wound up pregnant. You know, I get it. Things like that happen. But for you so by you putting all the tea out, his business, meaning his business, for those who don't understand what tea means, by you putting out all his business, you're looking like the side chick now. What if the girl he's having a baby with not really his girlfriend, just the one he stuck with and she just so happened to get pregnant? You understand what I'm saying? So... You putting out all his tea that he's coming to your OnlyFans and paying to the to rock with your OnlyFans. You and him stuck together. And you putting all this tea out. <coughs> Excuse me, yeah. Ain't really doing nothing but showing that he's done with his money. He's young. You know, when you're young in the NBA, you don't know what to do with yourself when you get a lot of money like that. But even if I was paying for a, uh, uh, paying, going to the OnlyFans, paying my harder money on somebody's OnlyFans and flying them out to come see me and be sleeping together, that's going to give you car blanche and just go run your mouth on social media about, me flying you out so we could get busy and all this stuff. What you thought? He was going to make you his girlfriend? You are a porn star. You are known as a porn star. Ain't no man, not to say you're not a good person, but you're known as a porn star. That's not a good look for him. That's not a good look for him to wife a porn star. No matter how good of a person you are, that's not a good look for him in his status to wife a porn star or a stripper. And I think the second girl, if I'm not mistaken, is a stripper or the girl he's having a baby with is a former stripper. Zion, I see you play college ball, see how good you are playing college ball. Dude, you need to get it together. I give you young and you and you're experiencing things while you're young. 
But you're messing with the wrong type of women if they out here want to tell your business. Even if the girl you have to be with is not your girlfriend, still, they out here telling your business. Those are women you shouldn't mess with. You shouldn't be messing with her anymore. Stop going to the OnlyFans and paying money to her OnlyFans or whoever else you paying money to today. Stop it. This is not something that gets you kicked out the league. But if it was, you'd be in hot water like John Morant. Because <laughs> he's waiting on what Adam Silver is going to say. John Morant's waiting on Adam Silver to tell him how many days he's going to be missing for when the season starts over. And him burnishing the gun again. When it happened the first time, he was remorseful. So I'm going to get, go get help and all that stuff. But he wound up doing it again. And his friend that he was hanging with was on Instagram Live and, you know, turned to him, and that's when they saw the gun. You can't be remorseful if you do the same thing again. You were not remorseful. It's crazy, y'all. This is really crazy. You understand what I'm saying? He do it again. They could kick him out of the NBA. You can lose your NBA career because you want to be an idiot and brand this again and cap and brand this out in public, knowing who you are. And you know what? This has got me thinking. You know, when growing up, there's always that one friend who parents don't let them do anything. That they live that sheltered, they live that sheltered life. Their parents don't let them do anything. Like if the parents let them do anything, they gotta know who your friends, your when their friends, they gotta know their parents. So that if you get invited somewhere, they be like, okay, I know the parents, so it's okay. You you got them type of parents, you know, they got the type of parents where, you know what I'm as soon as the street lights come on, you gotta be in the house. So just so just about school ends at three in the afternoon, right? Three three three. At 3 p.m. I didn't mean to say 3 in the afternoon, but, you know, 3 p.m. If the streetlights come on at 5, that means you only have an hour hour to play outside. That means as soon as you walk in that door, you got to do your homework, and then you can go outside. That means the streetlights come on at 5, you got to be in the house by 5. Yep, the same thing, even even on the weekends. There's no leniency because the weekend, nope, it's still the same. Because one of my friends, you know, when we were kids, she had to, you know, she had to be in the house when the lights came on where we lived at. And if she did, 
was able to come back out was because she was going through stuff for her grandmother. So she got a little more time to hang. Or she was told at a certain time you need to be in the house. And I get it. And I understand that. You know, some parents, if you don't live with your parents or you live with your grandparents, some some of them are, are protective. Because you know how they say it's midnight. What is there? What is there to do at midnight? But you need to be out to midnight. See, where we live, where I lived when I was young is a complex. So it wasn't outside. We were outside but not, like, in the street area. So it was okay for us to still be outside at a certain time. What was good was that, you know, Like, if a friend's parents was outside, I would go upstairs, let my my mom know or my dad know so-and-so's parent is going to be outside, so I'm good. So I was able to stay out later than usual on the weekends because the friend's parent was chilling outside. During the school days, I had to be in the house at 8 o'clock. And that's good. That's good for most on the school day. Like I said, some people got so in the street like come on, this is what I'm talking about with John Marie. Maybe that's how he grew up. Where when the street lights came on you had to be in the house. Parents didn't really let him do much unless they knew the people he was hanging with parents to be like, Okay, I know I know their parents, so I'm okay with my child going with them. And then you got those people you know because y'all go to the same school and, you know, you're not into gangs, but they might be in a gang or what's considered a gang back then. You know what I'm saying? And and you know you want to allow to hang with them because my mother used to do, tell me, like the friends I grew up with, that I couldn't, I really, I couldn't really hang with them. Like certain ones I couldn't hang with. She didn't say all of them. She just said certain ones I couldn't hang with. But I still hung with them. But I didn't get into trouble like they did. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm smart. I'm not. I'm not some dumb kid where I'm following behind my friends and doing the things they're doing that's getting them in trouble. No, I'm smart. But, and I think John Morant growing up had those type of friends where they would get into stuff and it's like, John Morant seems to me he got those friends that growing up, I don't know if these are friends from childhood that he hangs with, but that growing up, your parents would call them juvenile delinquents. Not in front of their faces, but around you, when you're alone with your parents in the household, and you say, oh, can I go? Can I go hang with so-and-so? And your parents are like, no, you're not hanging with that. You might, your parent might. Your parent might say no. 
You're not hanging with that juvenile delinquent or that troublemaker. And I think those are the type of friends John Moran probably had when he was younger. And his parents didn't want him, but he still, his parents didn't want him hanging around those type of people, but he still did. And you know, they were in gangs and stuff, and he know he couldn't join no gangs. And he know they was tough and hard, but he wasn't. And so now that he's older and he ain't got to really listen to his parents when it comes to who he should be hanging out with. So the stuff he didn't get to do when he was younger, like hanging with the, the bad the, the bad crowd, he's doing that now. Because if you true, he's doing that now that he's older, but he don't. Because he's young, he's not understanding that by doing that, he's messing up his NBA career. This is his second strike, right? And you know how in baseball, they say three strikes, you're out. One more strike, and they might kick him out the league. Or they might drop him from the team because you're putting a bad image on the team because of the dumb, the dumb stuff you're doing. You understand what I'm saying? Like, my friends used to, like, one of my friends I used to hang out with um, used to get into fights. And because we were, uh, you know, we were a crew, we were a crew, right? Because we were a crew, you know, if she got to a fight with somebody or whatever, you know, as, as the crew, we all roll with her. But if we make sure, because to make sure it was a one-on-one fight. <clears throat> and it's like, I know them as my friends would not jeopardize my career. No matter what bad stuff they do, they're not going to have me around now to jeopardize my career. You understand what I'm saying? They would never do that. And I think John Morant got those friends that they don't care. And then you got those friends that people act like they're your friends because of your status. Come on now. If I don't, if John Morant's not somebody I would normally hang around with, but because of his status, of him being an NBA player, look at the perks I gave. People see me with him, so if they see me with him, let's say like you want to do is a honestly as a restaurant that let's say a restaurant that takes reservations, right? Because you're associated with John Morant, you can get <clears throat> you get special treatment because you're associated with John Morant. And it's like <clears throat> because excuse me, y'all, because of your friendship status with John, it's like you throw his name around and you get those special perks that he would get. Yep. Those special perks. 
if he if your friend says I'm going I'm going live, I'm going live and then he paying you, you know he's going live, cover it up. And not saying you can't have a gun, but cover it up. So you don't get busted again. And when it, you know, John Moran did an interview with Jalen Rose about the situation and that's where he said, Oh, I'm gonna go we get rehabilitation, da 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 and you know, Jalen was like, Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I believe you, you know, give this boy a second chance and then to do it again. You know, when people put faith in you and say, you know, you're a good person, so I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt, you ain't going to be dumb enough to do it again. But he was dumb enough to do it again. And I think Jalen Rose has lost that faith in him. Because I know I would. That you up in my face saying, oh, I will never do this again. I'm going to get rehabilitation. And then you do it again. And your friend puts it up on Instagram live. He's recording on live on Instagram as you got this gun in your hand. And they try to say, oh, it was a toy gun. Regardless if it was a toy gun or not, you still brandished a gun on live on a social media live. I think that's what he said. I think that's what he tried to say, that even though, yeah, you saw a gun, it was a toy gun. But still, if it looks real, if it's a toy gun or not, if it looks real, they're going to believe it to be a real gun. And you're putting yourself in more trouble. With, and then it's like, you seen those parents, that is like, you know, that's not my son. You know, that I would say that's not my child. That's not how my child acts. I'm I'm a check you know, I'm gonna have a talk with my child. John Moran's dad, I'm a John Moran's dad who's always at the game when they at when they have their home games. Hasn't said not one word about like hasn't said one word about that's not my son. I don't know what's going on with him, but I was definitely why I was talking to see what's going on. So this was stopped. He hasn't said that one word. Because you understand saying John's the one with the, the big money and he's also as a parent getting perked. You understand what I'm saying? As a parent, he's getting perked because he's John Morant's dad. I was like, that's John Morant's dad. So if I if I'm a parent, a sports figure parent, I can throw my child's name around, <clears throat> right, and get them perks that he be getting. Because you know, especially at a restaurant, if you go to a restaurant, especially one that does reservations, and you know most of the time these restaurants be booked. They will, because of who your child is, they will bump somebody else or call them and say, can you make it okay if I push your reservation back? You understand what I'm saying? His parents ain't have no kind of, didn't come out and say, that's not our child, da, 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 da. 
because of because of who their child is, they get money. I'm sure he because all that money he's getting from the NBA, he's taking care of his parents. I'm sure he bought them a house, or if he didn't buy them a house, they already had a house. I'm sure he paid the mortgage off for them, so they ain't got to worry about a mortgage or anything like that. It's crazy, y'all. This is really crazy. Two two NBA players in 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 the in I won't say tabloids, but in the news, but two different things. And it's really a big deal to some. Not most, because a lot of people don't know Zion, no drama it is, because they don't follow sports. So it's not a big deal to them. You know, like you, the it's the, always the company you keep. You be careful who you keep around you because they could be if you are a celebrity, a sports figure. These people can be your downfall, and you can lose your career. And whatever sport it is, it could be basketball, it could be football, hockey. Doctor, whatever the sport is, professional sport is, you can, you understand what I'm saying? Let's just say if John was a sport player and he did this, he can get kicked out the major leagues. You understand what I'm saying? If he was a football player, he wouldn't be in the NFL no more. You know what I'm saying? Some people don't do three strikes, you're out. Some people do one strike, two. It can be two strikes you're out. One strike you're out. You understand what I'm saying? You want to be known for your playing on the court. You don't want to be known as that player who's always brandishing the gun. That's not a good look on you. You stopping yourself from getting endorsement deals. He got a Nike he had. I think he had a Nike shoe deal. Well, because he's in the news, and they talk about him brandishing a gun. He lost his shoe deal, I'm sure. No company is going to want to endorse you. No company is going to want to give you endorsement deals because you're in the news right now about brandishing a gun. None of the big companies wanna doesn't want to work with you. That's not. And then you know, kids, you they got kids out here seeing you as a role model. That's not what a role model does. I know you may not call yourself a role model, but these are what these kids see you are. They're role models. I seen a game, one game he played, and after the game, <clears throat> there was a kid that was at the game that was a fan. He took off his shoes and his jersey, and he signed the jersey, and I think he signed the shoes and gave it to the, the, the little, I think it was either a little boy or a little girl, and he gave it, gave, it to, gave it to the fans. But it's like when you, when you are young and you idolizing people who are celebrities, be it actors, actresses, sports figures, and they do stuff like this, you and they keep doing it, you don't want to idolize them no more. That's like you were my favorite player, not not anymore. 
But then you got some kids who, because of what this this person that they allies is doing, they think it's okay to do it themselves and want to put their hands on a gun just because their favorite player did it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You're tuning in to be a leader of Haiti for the Airways, right here on Southern Radio. And I'm talking about this sports news because it's, it, 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 it's crazy. And yeah. So I'm sure by now you also heard the story about the trans activist who got invited to the White House for the Pride celebration. And while on the South Lawn at the White House, along with some other people that she was with, took off her top and was showing her boobies but had the nipples covered. Um, Secret Service saw her, saw what she did. Well, the White House, I won't even say just Secret Service. I won't say secret service. I said the White House saw what she did, and they banned her for life from the White House. And you was invited there because you were supposed to be an advocate, an activist, advocate for the trans community, and you fucked it up by doing something. Because she did a video that I saw through TikTok. I saw the video where she flashed her boobies. I saw that video. And then she did an apo- kind of like an apology video, but it's too late. And now you're banned for life. <laughs> you're banned for life from going to the White House. Now, what if you, what if you on vacation in D.C., which let's just say a family member or your parents, and they say, oh, let's go and visit the White House because they do, they do tours of the White House. Right, they do do tours of the White House, but because you're banned for life, you can't go. It's like, what kind of activists are you? You do something that dumb. And she was like, "Oh, it's legal. It's legal to be topless in D.C." And this is what someone said, and I agree that. Just because you're in D.C., the White House is federal. You know how they say, you know how they say, oh, like in a court case, you get tried on the state level, and then you're being tried on the federal level. Anything, the White House is federal, not not like the state level, to where on the state level they will let it slide and give you a warning. Nope. So you're banned for life. So next year's Pride event, whoever, next year's Pride event, you won't be there representing for the trans. It says you're an activist for the trans community. And you do something dumb like that, and it gets talked about on national, not, it gets talked about on a national level. That's not how the trans community want to want to be talked about. 
You understand what I'm saying? So I can't remember the person's name. I'm not gonna go do a search. Um, <clears throat> I'm not gonna do a search to find out their names. Like now, if you have a TikTok, an Instagram, any so any other social media platforms, I'm sure it's come down your timeline about, or you saw that it was trending. Um. What else? Uh, that's all I want to talk about. <laughs> um, trying to think of what else is there that I want to talk about. Um, I'm thinking. That's why you hear the sound because I'm thinking. Um, so I want to share this right. I was watching an old episode, a fraternity court where the guy said, you know, I, I don't think I'm the dad because her twins have um, a sickle cell trait. I don't have it. Nobody in my family has it. So on this episode, right, he's not, like as most episodes of fraternity court that I've watched, you know, the guys will be pissed and calling the girl a hoe. Might be calling the girl a hoe. Like they do with Jerry Springer or not Jerry Springer, Maury. Like she'd be sleeping around with a lot. You know, they say all of that to bring down the to bring down the reputation of the girl to make it seem like she a hoe. Because she don't know who her baby daddy is. And so he's like, oh, I don't have the trait. So the judge was an expert on sickle cell, and she said both parents could carry the trait or one of the other parents could carry the trait, and the only way to find out is, is by a blood test. When it got to the point of revealing who the dad is, he was the father all along. He's the one that had the trait for the sickle cell. He was like, but that was his reasoning because he don't have the trait. He's like, nah, she was, nope, turns out he was the father. But I want to say this to you ladies out there. Before you go lay down with any man, make sure you know the man. Because I've, you know, I you know hear women you know, you know, say well. I think I heard a story where a girl had a one night stand with a guy and got pregnant. She didn't know his name. The only name she knew was a nickname that they call him. She didn't really know his name. So this is why I'm saying to you ladies out there. I don't care if you meet him at the club. I don't care where you meet him. Somebody you know from around the way. If you don't fully know them, wait till you fully know them before you lay down with them because you can wind up in a situation like this where you sleep with the guy and and you wind up pregnant, but you don't know his name. All you know is what they call his nickname. Not everybody has a nickname, but those that do, 
they go by the nickname either that their family member family gave them or that their friends in the street gave them. Meaning like let's say they call you Pookie, right? I'm just you know, putting the name out there. Let's say your nickname is Pookie. If you meet a dude or even if the girl name is Pookie, you meet a and they're not giving you their full name. They're giving you the name that they be that people call them, and they, like the family may call them, or their friends may call them. So all you know is that this man name is Pookie. You're not gonna be able to find them to tell them, because sometimes you know when you don't have a talk. Because sometimes it'd be just that a one night stand, and y'all don't y'all don't talk after that. And it's like he may after getting what he got. He might block your number, so like if you're going to call him, or uh, maybe the number that he gave you, not really his number, could be his homeboy's number, and you know whatever, because people do get fake numbers. <clears throat> there are apps that you can download to your phone that will give you a number that you can use and not have to give out your real number. You understand what I'm saying? And you know what I'm saying? So make sure you know them. It's the same list for you two fellas. Make sure you know know the person before you go sleeping with them. Because I would hate for, for y'all to get caught up in a situation where a girl is telling you she's pregnant and you the father. And... And at the time that she's giving you that she's that she's the one is the daddy, like the time don't add it for when y'all stuck together. Those chicks do lie. There are women out there who lie. Yep. So just make sure you know the person who I don't think you, at least if it's gonna be one that stand, at least know enough about him that if you had to search with him through social media you'd be able to find him. And that is true. You understand what I'm saying? That is true. Um, so yeah. You gotta be careful out there. If there are women women still do it. There are women out there who trap men. And it's been said many a time just because you have his just because you're having his baby don't mean the man's gonna wanna still be with you. And a lot of women, a lot of women think that having a man's baby is going to keep a man. No, it's not. Because you know what he's going to say? He's going to say, I can still be a father without having to be with you. And that's true. He can still be a father without having to be with you. Excuse me, y'all. And um, I was watching... Pastor Brown's podcast for her husband, and they brought up a good question that I want to share and give my opinion. So the question was posed, how do you feel about your partner having friends of the opposite sex? And Chance was like, he don't have a problem. 
Tabitha's husband said, which his name is Chance, that he don't have a problem with if it's somebody like friends you grew up with. Like Tabitha said, her best friend's name is Nick and he's gay. So it's not like he's going to, you know, try and make a move on Tab or whatever. But they're, and it had me thinking, it's like, there are guys that I grew up with that I consider friends more like family that if I was dating someone and I ran into one of those guys and I'm out with my man, yes, I'm a, and if he say, hey, what's up, I'm going to introduce them and say this is a friend of mine who I grew up with. And I'm going to leave it at that. And, if this, and I should deserve the same courtesy if a girl that he grew up with or or maybe someone he used to talk to pops up and say, you know, introduce and say, this is my girlfriend, da, 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 and, and he should be telling me, oh, this is somebody who used to date a long time ago. You know what I'm saying, Sam? So Tab was like, mm-mm. Ain't no, ain't no females. Um, like, like what her husband said. Like, if these are people you grew up with. Uh, she has friends she grew up with that she introduced to her husband. But he, he doesn't have friends that, especially that are the opposite sex that he introduced to. Tab, but she's like, so he's like, there, there are men who have intentions. Like, I get it, you know, depending on what type of job you have, there's going to be people you are close with at the job. You may not hang with them after work, but you are close with them at the job that if I'm your woman, I come to your job, they need to know that I'm your woman. You should not be at work acting like you don't have a wife or that you don't have a girlfriend because then that leaves the door open for someone that you work with, a female that you work with, to make a, be able to make a move on you if they have some type of feeling for you. But if you have a girlfriend or a wife and you tell them that, then they know to keep their distance and only keep it your relationship with them work-related. But you got some people out here who don't care that you marry and still will try to hit on you and get with you. Because Tab shared the story said, and you know, she said a girlfriend of hers brought over to, invited her over to the house. You know, they chilling, husband sitting on the couch. She goes over to the couch and sits on the husband's lap. She's like, what are you doing? But in that clip, Tab had that face and was like, you go ahead and try me. I will fuck you up in this place. That's the type of face she had. And I'm sure many of y'all, either made, many of y'all women either made that face or seen that face from another woman to where you like, nah, I don't want to get into no fight over no man. Look. I remember years ago that 
and next summer I used to come and visit. This is when my dad was still was still living. And I remember one day we had a barbecue and he came over to the he came through to the barbecue, you know, chilling with family, friends there, you know, whole nine. And then we chilling and him and my cousins having a conversation about how big his thing is and I'm like or having a conversation about his thing, I'm like, yeah, me and him are not together, but you, as my ex, or even though we were exes, but we're still friends, that's that's a that's a no no. If you and your ex are still friends, and y'all hang out or whatever, whatever, just as friends, if he comes over to like a family function you're having. He is off limits to other females that may be, that you know at the function that may be single. He is off limits to them because you and him used to date and I'm sure y'all slept together. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm sure y'all slept together. You know what I'm saying? You don't, I, like, I wouldn't want to mess with someone, a family member of mine I've already messed with. I wouldn't want that. That's, and I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And I'm like, and they, you know, having the conversation going back and forth. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? But as, as my ex and my friends, you shouldn't be it. You shouldn't be entertaining that type of conversation when you're here to see me, not her. You understand what I'm saying? You should not be entertaining a conversation like that. And um, and what's crazy is that happened years ago, like in the early 2000s, that happened, right? And years later down the line, I run into one of her exes. <laughs> this is crazy. I run into one of her exes, and one of her exes trying to holler at me. It's like I don't get down like that. I don't share men. I don't share men. Like if it's somebody I was talking to, we're just friends. Like it's a guy we just friends with me. I went out on a date once, and it didn't pan out to anything, then that's different. I'm okay with that if yeah, you you know, as you see this person y'all meet and you hook up. If it's just we went on a date and that was that, nothing sexual happened, then it's okay. If it's a person where something sexual happened between us, I'm not going to entertain you trying to holler at that person knowing that if I wanted to, I could sleep with them again if I wanted to. That's the crazy thing. That's another that's a crazy thing. You have to think about it. I'm sure a lot of you fellas a lot of you fellas thought about it, a lot of you ladies. Like, I don't want her man but I already had him. Then you know how like you run into an ex and he's with his new girl and she look you up and down like what? And it's like you say to yourself, if I wanted him, I could have him again while he's still with you. 
because that's how good you know the the sex was that he, he would he would he would do it without you knowing. <laughs> well, she would do it without her man knowing. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm like, I'm gonna get down like that. I'm like, you know, saying let's go hang. I'm like, no, nah, I don't get down like that. And and to, you know what I'm saying, while my cousin was messing with him, I was messing with a, a friend of his. So it was like, you know how, like, you know, like when we're, ladies, when we're not around, the guys are having conversation about how good, you think girls talk to each other about how good, they men is in bed. Men do it too. They don't go into great detail. They just let them know, yes, yeah. <laughs> and this and this is what get the friends carries that want to try their friend's man or 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 the guy want to try their friend's girl. <laughs> you shouldn't be telling it like Sherry said when I was watching the Clifford Sherry show. You shouldn't be telling your friends how good your man is in bed. You shouldn't. Like me and my best friend would have conversations, and I, I could, I know my best friend. We don't, we don't have the same taste in men, so I know she wouldn't go behind my back and go be with some guy. I was try to be with some guy I was already with. She wouldn't go behind my back and do that. That's the crazy thing. Yep. So you know, I'm like, like that, 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 that sparked. You know, that question sparked. You know, that you know sparked a discussion. But it's like when you think about it, like they're both right for what their responses were to the question, and I'm like. I'm not one to share man. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, that's not me. Because if, like I said, if the sex was good between the two of you and you, it, you saw her and was like, hmm, you're still looking good. I wouldn't mind dabbling in that again. Or the female saying that, see him. And say I don't mind dabbling out again. The person you're hurting, you're hurting your, you're hurting, and if you do it, you're hurting your girlfriend. If it's your wife, if it's your wife, you're hurting your family. If y'all got kids, <laughs> let's see. So I'm gonna cut it short tonight. Let's see how much time we got left in the show. I think I'm going to, you know, I'm going to cut it short tonight. And what I'm going to do, one love. I appreciate you for rocking with your girl. Keep rocking with your girl. And we'll just start the radio. And to all my indie artists out there that want their music play on this station, all you got to do is hit me up at 201-399-2014 or go to worldstar.net and send us a message saying, I would love to get my music played 
What do I have to do? And I will tell you what you need to do. Please follow the instructions to a T. That's right. And coming, you know what? Today is, let me check the date. Because I think today, if I'm not mistaken, let me check the date. pull up my calendar and check the date because I think today is supposed to be the promotion business show. Let me make sure. Let me check my date and make sure because if it, if it is, then I'm going to have to make up that, make up the show because I didn't get to do it last month because I was on vacation and after coming back from vacation, a week coming back from vacation, because I think that Wednesday, starting the new week after coming back from vacation, I um, lost my mother. So, you know, I'm not going to be in a good headspace to, to do a promotion business show. So today is today is the fourteenth. No, it's next week. So next week is the promotion business show. That's on twenty first. I thought today was the it was today. Woo! I forgot again. <laughs> Can't miss this one because there's a lot of people who got businesses super that need promoting. Uh, so, yeah, the 21st is going to be the Promote Your Business Show. Let me see. Wednesday of the month was the 7th. This this is the second Wednesday of the month. This is every third Wednesday of every month. So, <clears throat> I had to look at the calendar to make sure because I would hate that I forgot to do it and then not make it up. Because even if I don't do it on the day it's supposed to be, I still have to do it before the month ends. So, yeah, so we're going to do the the 21st is the Promote Your Business Show. So all you businesses out there, make sure you call into three for the not three four seven. Because remember, I always used to say three four seven two or two or three one eight. The station's number got changed, so let me tell you the new number. And you need to write it down. So when you're calling for the promotion business show, you're calling into the right number. It is eight four five two seven seven nine three five six. It's eight four five two seven seven nine three five six. So it's at 11 p.m. East. No, it's at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. At 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So mark down your calendar. The 21st, 9 p.m. The number to call in is 
I hate you calling that number. Press the one lets me know you want to go live. And then you you can promote your business to your heart's content. If you can't if you can't join the show that day but you still want your business promoted, just go to roadtostardom.net and send the information about your business and I will read it on air. Yep, I will read it on air. Yep. So that if you can't do it, it'll still get promoted. I do it all the time. You know, if you're missing the show, you're going to buy World to Stardom Radio. All you got to do is go to boxofradio.com forward slash World to Stardom. Or just Google World to Stardom Radio. You'll see the many platforms we are on. You can listen to this show and playback through Facebook. But you have to listen to it. You want to be able to listen to it on Facebook through your phone. And, <clears throat> yep. The next show that I have for you is the Indie Experience, where you get nothing but the best in indie music. That's right. So, you know, I've been telling you about the initiative with World of Stardom and Black Oak Fabric Foundation, the Help an Artist Initiative. We still got that going. So, if you're an artist who needs help getting their music out, you don't have to worry. That's what the initiative is about. We're going to help you get music out, hook you up with some a producer. If you don't write, we'll hook you up with a songwriter. But we have to vet the songwriter and the producer that's going to help you. <laughs> and then just send anybody your way. We want to send you someone who's good at what they do. And if you're a producer, songwriter, you're going to... Go to worldofstardom.net, send in your information that you're a producer, you produce hip-hop, or you produce R&B only, you know. And if you have any music, you're going to send snippets of your music, but not music you already gave to artists. Because I don't want the artists listening to your stuff and say, oh, I like this beat. And want to use it, but you already gave it to somebody. Uh, no, we don't want that. <clears throat> Songwriter as well, you're going to go to net and send in your information. If you have songs that you have put out that we can hear what your writing skills is like, you know, send snippets of that. And for the artist who needs the help, you're going to send snippets. You're going to go to net. You're going to send us your information, the name. You perform as, if you don't use your government name, it was your government name, the name you perform as, what genre you perform in. All genres are welcome. And you'll do all of that with the snippet of the music so we can hear how you sing and how you sound singing. And then when we get a producer, songwriter, we're going to listen to their tracks, we're going to vet it, let you listen, you pick who you want to work with. And we go from there. And then when the song is done, because we're doing a single, we might do two singles, maybe one. And when the song is done, we're going to play it here on the station so people can get familiar with it. Yep. So that's the Helping Arms Initiative. You also got the Anti-Bullying Initiative. 
Domestic Violence Initiative, um, Stop the Violence Initiative, um, if you go to the Black Oak Forever Soul, which is B-L-A-K-O-K-E, forever.com, you will see shirts that we have in the online store that coincide with the initiative. <clears throat> you got the self-esteem initiative, so you will see the the uniquely beautiful collection. Um, like I said, any initiative we have, except for the Helping Artists Initiative, there's T-shirts that coincide with that initiative. Um, and there are some other great stuff we have. And if you'd like to make a donation to the Black Oak Foundation, we have a PayPal you can send funds to, which is paypal.me. Forward slash Black Oak Forever, which is B L A K O K E Forever. The PayPal, you have a PayPal as well, which is B O F Foundation at B O F Foundation. Yep. And we'd like for you to check out the World of Stardom merch.com. That's the online store for World of Stardom. And there you can purchase. An item, any item you purchase helps with us keeping the station going. You understand what I'm saying? Where we can expand, maybe add some more, maybe add more hosts, because I'm the only one hosting as since we started in 2010. You know, I'm the only one who's been hosting. Might add some more hosts on here. Really been thinking about, but you know, if you want to make a donation, or if you buy something from the store, which is RollerStarsMerch dot com, um, you know, that'll help. Or if you just want to make a donation, the cash app is dollar sign RollerStarsMerch, and I mean, you know, cash app is dollar sign, so. The cash out one for the Black Oak Forever Foundation is BOF Foundation. So you know you put the dollar sign. And then for the PayPal is PayPal.me forward slash Rosa Stardom. And the donation, you would like to give as much appreciated. You know, it helps keep the station going. Like I said, we can expand because we're a little old radio station. And I know when you go to the website and you see book an interview and you see it says twenty dollars, that's a donation. The twenty dollar donation to the station to book an interview. Airplay is always free. And <clears throat> for those who truly want an interview, because I know your peop, your manager may see and say $20 for an interview, but it's a donation to the station is helping keep the station going. I have to explain that because if you don't explain it, people think this is a way of you just getting money out of the people, which, but they're getting an interview still. So, yeah. You want to help keep the station going. It's much appreciated. 
So I'm going to say peace, love, I appreciate you. Bye-bye now.